Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back today with my good friend, Misty Bailey. And you guys may recognize her name. It has been quite some time since she's been on the podcast, but Misty, your podcast is one of the most listened to episodes I think that we've ever had because yours, your episode, we talked about salt and light <laughs> and, and about kids being salt and light in the public schools and how so many people have that misconception that we need to have our kids in public schools to be the salt and light. And you just straight up debunked that myth. And so that was um, a, just a huge episode that we've had so many people listen to. And so I am so glad to have you back. We are talking about marriage this week. This is part of our Schoolhouse Rocked family series. Misty is great. She's got so many good resources and just some wisdom that she is going to share with us this week about marriage from a homeschool mom. So we're going to talk about that. But before we do, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward his creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Misty, welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad to have you back. I think the last time we recorded, we figured out that it was it was not the Salt and Light episode, but it was for Homegrown Generation. That was our Homegrown Generation Family Expo in 2020, which our listeners hopefully know by now we are getting ready to do another Homegrown Generation Family Expo March 6th through 9th of this year. And we are so excited. It's just coming up very, very quickly here. And, um, and so if you guys have not signed up for that yet, go to homegrowngeneration.com and you can get all of the information there. We have another great um, lineup of speakers this year and we're super excited. But anyway, that was the last time that Misty was with us. And so Misty, for those who don't know you, tell us who you are and about your family. Yeah, absolutely. So I actually had a blog and a podcast for six years and COVID not only shut down the world, but I also ended up during that time deciding to shut down my blog and podcast at the end of 2020. There were lots of just different reasons. I just felt God calling me um, a different path, but I spent many years just encouraging and inspiring the homeschool community and I loved it. But you know, when God shuts doors, we, uh, we listen. So absolutely do that. Um, I currently uh, help run the Southeast Homeschool Expo in Atlanta, Georgia. I bring in their speakers and their exhibitors. So I've been doing that since COVID, since 2020. And I have three kids. I'm getting ready to graduate my oldest, Saab. Um, We homeschooled all the way through kindergarten to senior. She graduates in May. Yep. Um, And then I have a sophomore and a fifth grader. My fifth grader, Daniel, has some special needs. So we throw that in there too. And um, it's been wonderful. I've loved every minute of homeschooling. Um, And so we're just on a different journey right now with the college years and teens and dating and I don't have babies anymore. (laughs) So (laughs) um, I've been married for 20 years. My husband and I actually celebrate our 20 year anniversary in March. So super excited about that. It's a big year in the Bailey household. Yeah, that's awesome. Graduations and big anniversaries, Mm -hmm. all those things. That's so exciting. So fun. Well, let's talk about marriage again, because this is a topic that of course, most homeschool moms you know, have the reality of marriage. And and I think homeschooling can sometimes make home, marriage a little bit harder. Sometimes it can make it better and healthier. But sometimes as homeschool moms, because we've got kids at our feet all day long, 
and tugging at us and just, they're so needy. And I mean, that's the life of a mom and it's a wonderful life to have. But with having kids constantly needing us all day long, and it doesn't matter their age. I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like from, you know, newborn all the way through through high school. I mean, you've got a senior this year. They still need mama. Mm-hmm. But then we've got husbands who also need us as well. And sometimes I know for myself, it is hard to find that balance of, okay, I'm mom, but I'm also wife. And it's not that one is more important than the other. They're both incredibly important. I mean, that's the most important Mm -hmm. part of my world is being a wife and a mom. But how can we balance homeschooling and marriage at the same time and thrive in our marriages? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something that when I first started homeschooling, I didn't really think about that it would really affect my marriage. You know, you just think of your day to day, um, but you don't really think of all of the the needs that you're constantly fulfilling. And I will say as, as a mom of a high schooler, I think the kids in a way need you more the older that they get. You're dealing with yeah. a lot bigger decisions. You're dealing with um, just so many things as you're preparing these kids to leave the nest. And I honestly think that as my kids have gotten older, it's probably tested our marriage a little bit more or at least differently than when the kids were younger. And I don't think people really talk about that when you first start homeschooling. When people start homeschooling, you know, as moms, you give the advice of, you know, well, here's your curriculum. Here's how you plan. Here's how to, you know, homeschool multiple ages. But you don't say, hey, by the way, this is also going to affect your marriage because homeschooling is a lifestyle choice and it changes every single aspect of your life, including your marriage. And I think it's an important thing that we just we don't really talk about a whole lot whenever moms get started homeschooling. So um, it absolutely affects every aspect of our lives. Yeah, I agree completely. And I, I appreciate that you say it's something that doesn't get talked about a lot because, you know, we go to our co-ops and we go to our playgroups and we do our thing and every, it's, it, it's like Facebook on steroids almost where everyone wants to put their best foot forward. Everyone mm-hmm. wants everyone else to think they've got it all together and that everything is just hunky-dory at home and everybody's getting along perfectly and, you know, you've got the perfect marriage and stuff. And that's not the reality mm-hmm. of a lot of families. A lot of people are struggling a lot. And, um, and that can be hard. It can, it can make it difficult to homeschool when you're struggling in your marriage and it can make it difficult on your marriage when you homeschool. (laughs) So, yeah. And I think something else that we forget, especially as we get into those teenage years is we're modeling to our teens, what marriage is supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. We're modeling to our teens, you know, the, the do's and don'ts, you know, one day our daughters are going to have their own house. They're going to have their own husbands. You know, they may end up homeschooling their own kids. And what are we modeling for them in our marriage, you know, as we're living our lives out in front, in front of our kids. And like I said, it's something that we don't really talk about, but it's definitely something that um, affects every aspect of our lives. So like, for example, um, I don't know how your home is, Yvette, But in our home, you know, especially when we first started homeschooling, there were many days that, you know, after the kids went to bed, instead of spending time with my husband, I was grading papers. I was planning for the next day. Um, I was talking about field trips. We'd go out on dates and I would just talk about the kids and homeschooling the kids. And um, it just takes up every ounce of your day and your time. And sometimes it's hard to shut off, okay, I am no longer a teacher right now. Um, 
I guess I'm still a mom, but I'm also a wife. And what does my husband need of me? And I know I've heard about it a lot in the public school system. You know, teachers are constantly bringing work home. They're bringing their students home. They're bringing all of these things home. And we're doing the exact same thing as homeschool moms with teaching our kids is, you know, we're bringing all of that junk into our marriage. And it's our kids and it's important. And dad plays an important role in that. But it's hard to shut that off. And I think that's important and something that we as moms need to do. Um, And if we start when our kids are young, it's going to be a lot easier to continue to model that as our kids get older. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about how to do that. But let's take a break real quick. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Misty. Um, you, You talked before the break about being able to just kind of separate the two and shut off mommy hat and put Mm -hmm. on wife hat, which I find a very, I I find that to be a very difficult thing for me to do. Because like you said, that's kind of our whole world. I mean, it's what we do. We, we are, our kids and our husband are our identity, but it seems almost more so our kids because maybe they're just so much more needy. And I don't say that in a bad way, Um, but they need us as moms. Mm -hmm. And so constantly we're thinking about what the next thing is, what the next need is, what the next project is, what, you know, what papers need to be graded, what lesson plans need to be made and all those things. So how, how do you separate the two and be fully engaged with your husband? Yeah, absolutely. And so I think that the biggest thing we have to remember is it's a choice. So, you know, will homeschooling change your marriage? Absolutely. It will. Um, But it's up to us if we want that to be a good thing uh, or a bad thing. And we have a choice every day to just continue to love our husband and continue to live out what a marriage, you know, should look like from a godly, you know, perspective um, with our kids. And so I've been married for 20 years. Um, It's crazy to me that I've been married that long. Um, But there are a few things, you know, I've learned through the years that I think are important and I hopefully it can, you know, benefit your listeners um, a little bit. And one of those is laughter. I think that one thing I forget, you know, when you're in the midst of lots of kids, lots of littles and um, all of the homeschooling things is, you know, our husbands come home and they get, they get the worst of us. They get the tired part of us. They get the, um, I am, you know, ready to just unload these kids a little bit and just have some breathing time. And sometimes we forget why we fell in love with our husband to begin with and what things we maybe did when we were, you know, dating. And one of those things is laugh. Um, You know, remember that, you know, remember what makes your husband laugh, what makes you laugh. 
find some things that you can just do with your husband together, whether it be a funny TV show that you guys used, you know, used to watch together. My husband and mine's guilty pleasure is Friends. Some people will think I'm a horrible person for that, but we can sit and turn it on and just laugh with each other. And, you know, that's that's kind of our guilty pleasure um, a little bit. So um, you don't fall out of love. Um, you just have to work at it. And I think that, again, that's something that we we forget when you've been married for years and years that, you know, marriage is work. And, you know, I there's nothing else I'd rather do with my time than work on my relationship with my husband and, you know, continue to have a happy, thriving marriage. And that takes time. You know, whenever you're dating, you invest all of this time in in that relationship. And then when you get married, you kind of don't. Um, and I don't necessarily think that's what we should do. You know, we should continue to work and continue to um, do what we can to invest in our marriage, whether that be going to, you know, listening to podcasts on marriage, you know, like you talked about the um, host, the, the guest you have this week that is doing the marriage. Um, I cannot remember what you said his name was. Um, Bob Lapine. Yes, Bob Lapine. Um, so just listening to things like that, you know, that's yeah. investing time in your marriage by, you know, getting wisdom um, from others, you know, that have, that are walking down that path. Um, make time to talk and connect every day. So I'll send my husband like little texts, you know, throughout the day of what the kids are doing, um, what we're what we're learning, you know, just send him texts that I love you. Um, yeah. Put little notes in his lunchbox. Um, when he comes home, just make time to talk, ask him about his day instead of just completely unloading everything that went wrong, you know, yeah. throughout the day. Um, I actually did that this week. I sent um, a picture of my head to my husband. He's like, how's your day going? And I sent a picture to him of cereal all over the floor <laughs> of our kitchen. Um, my youngest is a fifth grader. Explain to me why I'm still sweeping up cereal oh, <laughs> off of my floor. It's still happening. It's been 20 years and it's still happening. Um, but, you know, I sent that to him and, and, and we kind of laughed about it. And, you know, um, it, it's, it keeps him connected, you know, to yeah. us and to our family throughout the day. I like that you talk about, because really what you're doing is you're talking about being intentional, which we yeah, talk about absolutely. on the podcast all the time. I mean, it has to do with parenting. It has to do with marriage. The things that we do don't just happen by accident. Yes. And, you know, one of my favorite things, and, and you know, now my husband works from home. And so he's here with us all day long. Mm -hmm. And so I see him all day long. But in the past, when he's worked outside of the home, we would send each other text messages and mm -hmm. call each other and just check in and, you know, just, Hey, I'm thinking about you. I love you. I appreciate you. Those are the things that really do build your marriage. And, and mm -hmm. you mentioned too, that you don't fall out of love. And I think that that is such a powerful point and you just breeze kind of breeze through that, but that is such an important thing to remember. You know, we're, we've been married 28 years and it is, it has not happened by accident. Mm -hmm. It was because we were committed to one another and most importantly, because we were committed to the Lord. But there have been times where both of us have felt like we didn't love each other. Mm -hmm. And and I would say that was definitely the beginning years of our marriage. You know, we would get so upset with each other. We were still learning how to do this marriage thing. We were still learning what it looked like to serve one another and to love each other. But there definitely have been times where, you know, I just felt like I do not even like him, much less love him. And I know he's <laughs> felt that way about me. But we had committed to the Lord that this was for life, no matter mm -hmm. what. We had made that covenant with God. And I'm so thankful that we stuck through even those difficult years because 
we're so much stronger for it now. And we know that we're committed. We know Amen. that in the, the hardest times, we're committed to one another and no one can break that apart. No one can destroy that. We can choose to destroy it on our own, but it's not about always feeling mm -hmm. like you're in love. Sometimes it's just a decision that you have to make that, you know what? I love this person and I love the Lord. And so we're going to work this out and we're going to stay committed to each other. And, uh, and that's a hard thing to do sometimes, you know, especially when you're in a really deep valley of your marriage, but that's when you cling to the Lord and just say, Lord, I don't know how we're going to do this, but I'm mm -hmm. trusting you to bring us through, um, through this time. And then, you know, you, you mentioned uh, just working at it. You have to, you have to work at it. It doesn't happen by accident. Each of us can remember, you know, whether you are at home right now with lots of littles, you know, starting off on your homeschool journey, or you have teenagers and you're nearing, you know, the end of your homeschool journey, you know, who you were when you first started homeschooling or when you first got married and who you are now is different. You know, there's going to be ups and downs, hills and valleys within your marriage and within that season. And it's just about growing together instead of growing apart. And it takes intentionality. It takes, you know, waking up every single day and choosing your spouse every single day, day after day after day, because we took vows, you know, um, till death do us part, yeah. you know, we took vows under God. And I think that's important. And I think in a culture right now that throws, you know, marriage out left and right and, there's not a lot of long-term relationships or marriages, you know, modeled anymore, even within the church. Um, yeah. I just think it's important to, you know, intentionally live that out in front of our kids. And I don't know about you, but, you know, our marriage has changed through the years a lot. You know, we've changed jobs, we've changed, you know, um, homeschool curriculums, we've changed education models. We've There's been different seasons, you know, we've had special needs. And um, it, it's been different, you know, up and down through the years. And I think that sometimes when those changes happen, um, we maybe, we, we have those struggles, we have those hard times. And I think it's just really, really important to, you know, just stay intentional and, you know, remember that, you know, this is, this is who you're with and, you know, let's just continue to live this out each and every day. Yeah. And, and be on the same team, mm -hmm. you know cheer each other on, pray mm -hmm. for each other. I mean, there, there are so many ways to be intentional with marriage and, and just joining together um, as husband and wife. I mean, there was a time when you really loved each other mm -hmm. or else you wouldn't be married. There was something that attracted you to one another. Mm -hmm. So go go back to that and uh, and trust the Lord to, to bring healing if ne healing needs to be brought and uh, to strengthen marriages. But we're out of time. <laughs> so we're going to continue talking about marriage. We will be back on Wednesday to talk more about this. And I know you're not blogging anymore, but your blog is still up and you've got tons and tons of great articles on there. Where can people read those? Yeah, findingjoyinthejourney.net. Okay, we'll put those links in the show notes. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. If you've not yet signed up for our newsletter, go to Schoolhouse Rocked. Dot com. Sign up there so that you can stay in the loop on all things that are going on. And we will see you back here on Wednesday. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy 
and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.